go to the book of Daniel. So good to have brother and sister Gandy back in town. Happy, happy, happy that they got to spend some time with those grandbabies. And, you know, you don't realize it until you get them. But those little boogers, the little hands about that long, and they just steadily wrapping, wrapping Papa and Momo around that little finger. You'll drive hundreds of miles. You'll spend your last dollar buying something they want. And I'm glad they got to spend some time with their grandbabies. Amen? And uh, I'll tell you what, such a sweet spirit in the Lord here today. I want to go to the book of Daniel, third chapter. This has always been an unusual place for me in my ministry. There's so many times when I've come to this pulpit and God has talked to my heart just sometimes minutes before I walk to this pulpit. This week he gave me a little bit more warning, but something I'd never preached on before, never really uh, gone into, and God's begin to open things up. I was in prayer one morning, and the, the Lord gave me one sentence, and that sentence began to grow, and and so here we are today. We're going to preach a little while from the third chapter of the book of Daniel. Verse 23, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God. Now, friends, it had only been a few minutes before when this old king said, What God is it that will deliver you out of my hand? And now he's saying, you servants of the most high God. <laughs> come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains, and king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power. Nor was an hair of their heads singed Neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Here's the sentence the Lord spoke to me in prayer the other morning. Faith coming out of the fire. Woo, I feel the power of God in this place right now. I'm just going to tell somebody now the devil's in the phone booth dialing 911. <laughs> Yes, send me some reinforcements in here. It's about to get deep and wide. Lord bless you today. You can be seated in Jesus' name.
Sister Jennifer, good to see you this morning as well. Also. Everybody, we're glad you're here. Praise God. First chapter of the book of Daniel tells the story of a time when the Judah part of the Israelite kingdom got very carnal. Carnality robbed them of their place in God. And the king of Babylon came up, and because they were fearful, because they knew they were out of the will of God, they knew they had allowed things to get into their lives. Friend, when you let things get in, your heart will condemn you, and then you don't have confidence, and then you don't have faith. Scripture said if your heart condemn you not, then you have confidence toward God. And that confidence is an important thing because that gives you the ability in the second to reach up and call the name of Jesus and know he's coming. They had allowed themselves to fall into a carnal state and God allowed them to go into captivity. He could have defeated that army. In one night, there were 180,000 enemies that fell dead because the king that was in uh, in the throne room at that time received a message from a heathen king said, we're going to tear down your cities, we're going to burn your altars, we're going to do it. And he took that letter and laid it on the altar in the house of God. And that night, God slew 180,000 of the enemy. And the next morning, the enemy were in their hands. So God could have defeated the Babylonian army. They were the most powerful army on the face of the planet at that time. And God could have easily defeated them if his people had been in the place they needed to be. But because they were not, then God allowed them to be taken into captivity. And some of the Vessels that were used in the house of God, the golden vessels that were used as a part of the worship. Now, if that king had known how important these were to God, they might not have seemed important to those men, but they were important to God. He would take them to Babylon, and I'm just going to sideline just for a minute here and give you something free. Uh, they took those golden vessels down. And for a while, they didn't bother them. But then one night, they brought those golden vessels into a party that the king was having. And when they poured wine into those vessels that had been sanctified for the use of God's people, that very night, a hand began to write on the wall. Meeny, meeny, tekel, you farson. You've been weighed in the balances and found wanting. And that very night, that kingdom fell. Friend, you've got to be careful what you do with the things that are dedicated to the use of God's kingdom. That's free. Now, you didn't cost you a thing here. I just throw that out there for you to know. But he carried these Judahites down to Babylon. I'm just going to preach a little while today, and I'm going to tell somebody that God's got your hand regardless of where you go. The devil, you see, there's something bigger than just a kingdom of men and there's something more than an Israelite and a Judahite and all of that. There is a spirit behind the scene working in this story and he would love to wipe out the people that God had prophesied would be the promised recipient of the deliverer of the world. 
The devil tried in Moses' day, he killed all the boy kids because the devil knew that it outside the Garden of Eden that God had prophesied that there's a woman going to give birth to a boy one day and that boy is going to put his foot on the head of the devil and the best thing the devil will be able to do is bruise his heel. Right outside the garden where men had just messed up and God had had to push them out of the garden, God stopped and said, but I want you to know this is not not the last chapter of the book. <clears throat> this is not the end of the story. There's another day coming. The woman messed up here and I'm going to use a woman to balance the books, praise God. I'm going to allow a woman to bring forth a child and that child will be the deliverer. Several times through the word of God, the devil tried to destroy all of the male children in the Israelite camp because he knew it was going to be through that avenue that God would bring forth the deliverer of the world. So in Moses' day, what did they do? They went down and killed all the boy babies. Pharaoh gave her the order, go down and kill all the males, kill all the boy babies. You can let the girls live, but kill all the boys because the devil who was inside of Pharaoh was afraid that that boy might have already been born, praise God. And then in Jesus' day, Herod gave an order to kill all of the male Jewish children under two years of age. That was the reason why Mary and Joseph and Jesus went to Egypt for a while. And they went through the camp and they killed all of the male children two years old and under. Why? Because that devil who was inhabiting that man called, uh, called Herod was afraid that that boy that was born to be king is already on the planet and he will take my place. He was on the planet but it wasn't God's will yet to manifest him, praise God. The, the wise men who came and we're getting into close to that Christmas season and I, I'm giving you something else that's kind of free here. This is not in my notes. I don't have any notes but this is not in my notes if I had any, praise God. But I want you to understand that the reason the wise men came and brought the frankincense and the myrrh and, and the gifts that they did to Mary and Joseph was because there was a tariff you had to pay when you went across the border into Egypt and they did not have the money to pay it and the Lord knew I've got to get that baby into Egypt or Herod will have him killed so he sent somebody to bring the money to pay the tariff to get them into Egypt Pray, oh God knows what he's doing I'm amazed at the foreknowledge of God I'm amazed at how God knew ahead of time, praise God. And here's another little sideline I just throw out to you, and this is going to be free as well. When the Babylonians took these people into captivity and carried them down to their city, what they didn't know was God had a plan already to bring them out, praise God. God already knew when the night it was going to happen and knew the captain of the army that would take. He said, I'm going to take Hiram by the hand 500 years before this man was born, God prophesied, I'll take Hiram by the hand and I'll open the leaved gates and I'll let him walk into Babylon and conquer them and take them away. And through that avenue, my people will be brought back to Israel and my temple will be rebuilt. The city will be rebuilt. The walls will be rebuilt. Oh, my Lord of heaven in Jesus' name. I'm going to tell somebody tonight, God knows what he's doing. I, he's the I am. I'm not, he's not the I was or I ought to be. He's the I am, praise God. Oh, come on, clap your hands to the Lord all over the building. Brother Harold, pray for me. I don't want to get chasing rabbits and get lost here. <laughs> praise God.
Israel had some of their people taken to Babylon captivity. Let me show you something. Immediately, they begin to try to change these people from what they were to what they wanted them to be. Sometimes people just get tired of fighting. There's a lot of reasons why people get into a place, and, and again, we're, we're talking about seasonal lives. You may be in a season right now where you're not the closest to God you've ever been, but God knows your season. You may be in a place where you're going through a hard time, but God knows your season. You may, you may have just suffered loss, and you may be going through a time of grieving. God knows your season. God knows where you are. God hadn't given up on you. God hadn't, he, sometimes he would just kind of leave us alone, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's watching every move. He's watching everything. He's, he knows where you're at. He knows it. This is what the Lord said. I've got plans for those people. We love that scripture when the Lord said, I know my plans I have for you, praise God. I'm going to give you a beautiful ending to this story. That was when they were in captivity, praise God. i got to tell somebody, the devil might have temporarily overcome you, but I've got a God that's got plans to bring you back, praise God. Don't buy you a place in that place you're living right now. That's not the will of God. Go ahead and buy you a place under the anointing. Go ahead and buy you a place under the cloud. Go ahead and get you a place close to the house of God. Lift your hands and love him all over the building. The devil had these Babylonians to change the names of these young men. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We don't know about everybody else, but I can guarantee you every one of them got a name changed because before them, their name identified them as the Israelites, the children of the living God. The devil would love to change your identity. If you get a little cold in God, one of the first things the devil's gonna do is try to get you to change your identity. Don't look like one of them. Don't talk like one of them. Don't act like one of them. Honey, I'm gonna tell you what, if you're born Born again, the water and the spirit. You got a DNA flowing inside of you that hell can't wipe out. You got something put into you by birth in the spirit, praise God, that's gonna rise up one of these days. Oh, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to understand that there's something inside of you that cannot be quenched, praise God. Now, let me show you something. One thing you can't see, you can see a manifestation, of, but you cannot see it, and that is faith. You can see a manifestation of faith, but faith is much like wind. You can't see the wind, but you can see the result of the wind. You can see what it's doing, what's changing things and altering things and pushing things and all of that. But And faith is much the same way. And if you ever go into Hebrews 11 and you begin to study it, you'll find out that there are different kinds of faith. Everybody's faith don't have to look the same. Sister Bradshaw, I'm glad that you and I can have a different kind of faith, and yet God recognizes it for faith in both of us. There's a creative faith. There's a delivering faith. There's a healing faith. Some people have a really easy time believing for healing. Some people have no problem whatsoever whether it's an ingrown toenail or whether it's a, it's a ball on your arm or whether it's a cancer in your body. They have no problem at all laying hands on you or just praying for you and knowing that God just healed you. 
That's their faith. That may not be yours, but it don't mean yours is problem. It don't mean yours is wrong. It just means you got something a little different. The gifts of the Spirit operate in one person, one bed, and another person, another way. I'm glad that there are options available. I'm glad that it don't have to always look the same. I'm glad I walk with God don't always manifest the same thing in faith, and yet you can be just as deep in faith as I am. I can have as much faith as you have, and it won't look the same. There was something in the heart of those Israelites when they were going down that road toward Babylon that you cannot kill with a bullet. You can't kill with a knife. You can't kill it with fire. You can't flood it out. Praise God. Faith in the heart of the children of God. It may get a little diminished sometime. It may be a little weak every once in a while. But brother, faith is something you can just touch it a little bit. And the next thing you know, it's like gasoline. It'll blow up on you, Praise God. You take somebody who hadn't been to church in 10 years and let somebody sing a song and the anointing get a hold of them and the next thing you know, that God that's been backslid 10 years is prophesying and calling the name of Jesus. Praise God. Clap your hands all over the building in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. One writer said, I may fall, but don't dance yet, baby. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, don't dance yet. One writer said, if I fall, don't, don't worry, I'll get back up. I will arise. Look at your neighbor and tell him, I will arise. Look at another neighbor and say, it may be today. I may get back up. I may have been a little bit down, but today may be the day when my faith explodes, praise God, all over the devil. And he sees that God is on my side. Hallelujah. Bear with me a minute. In Jesus' name, I take dominion of that spirit that just walked in this room that is not of God. By the power of the precious blood, by the power of the word, by the power of the name of Jesus, I take dominion of that spirit and command it out of this building and into outer darkness and never again come into this place in the name of Jesus. Now clap your hand to the Lord. In Jesus' name. We came to have church today. We came to have a move of God today. We didn't come to entertain and paddicate with devils today. No, 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 no. And if you want to get messed up, you just entertain it. Because when I drive it out and you're holding it, I'll drive you out too, praise God. We're going to have a move of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I want you to understand. Faith didn't get aroused. It didn't get stirred up. When the devil changed these people's name, he changed their appearance. He didn't want them looking like Israelites. He didn't want them looking like Jews. Sometimes when you get a little weak and the devil thinks he's got control of you, he will try to change your appearance. He'll try to change your name. He'll try to change your identity so that you don't look like, act like, talk like, walk like a Pentecostal apostolic, a child of God. Amen? Well, it's an amazing thing to me through the years, 45 years that I've had the Holy Ghost. And if somebody gets a little weak and the devil gets a hold of them, well, the first thing the devil wants to do is change how they look. I'm not condemning anybody in here today. I'm condemning the devil because he's a fool. He don't know what I know about the power of God. He don't know what I know. Well, he don't see, hasn't seen maybe. Well, I've seen how God can restore and God can call back and God can have faith buried in the heart of somebody. And the next thing you know, that faith is growing up. That faith is flourishing, praise God. It's a season and seasons 
pass. Praise God. These men went down there. And the devil said, you know what? Now, watch this. It's not going to ever be enough just to change the name. I've learned this thing. The devil, when, when you start looking, if, if people are getting influenced by the spirit of the enemy, one thing he never does is say enough. You ever go one step, he's going to want you to go two more steps. You ever, it don't matter how far he takes you, he's still not going to be satisfied with that. He can change your name, he's still not satisfied with that. He can change your appearance, he's still not satisfied with that. He wants to totally obliterate anybody that has that precious blood of Jesus on their soul. He'd like to get us off the face of the planet. He'd like to get us totally up. What you don't know, devil, is that you won't own it still. You're going to own something that's destined to burn and we're destined to go to a place that'll never burn, praise God. This whole thing's gonna burn with a fervent heat, but we're headed for a new heaven and a new earth that'll never die, praise God. You ought to get a little excited and just praise the Lord a little bit in Jesus' name. I'm telling you something. Hell does not understand what is in the heart of a believer, praise God. Now watch this. It didn't stir these people up too much, but there was something happening that the devil didn't know. Psalms 137, there, there's a beautiful scripture that said, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and we wept when we remembered Zion. When we remembered the days in the house of God, when we remembered the Shekinah glory that would come into the house of God and illuminate the inside of that building, when we remember the days when God delivered us, when we remember the, one writer said, when I remember the days at the right hand of God. David said it. When I remember the days when I was killing giants, when I remember the days when I was overcoming the Philistine, he said, when I remember those, I'm just gonna tell you, there's a memory in the heart of God's people that the devil cannot do away with. And one of these days, something will spark those memories and you'll begin to remember those days when the glory cloud came. You'll remember those days when God wiped your tears away. You'll remember those days when God came in and the power of God manifested itself in your life and all of a sudden that faith will begin to reach up again and I'm telling somebody earlier this week God told me to tell you you're coming out of the fire faith is not going to stay in the fire you're not going to stay under that place of intimidation where the devil has had you living praise God the devil finally said we got to find a way to eliminate them we got to get rid of them totally. And so God gave this king a vision, a dream. He gave him this dream. He dreamed about a figure. And this figure had different, different levels of uh, different minerals in it, the head of gold. It had silver. It had brass. It had all of this. He saw this vision, and Daniel came in and gave him the interpretation of it, told him exactly what it was. And then this king and this is what the devil always does. He thought, I'm supposed to build an image. He built an image of himself and made it all of gold. And then he said, I'm going to have everybody in the kingdom bow down to this and worship this image. And then he said, we're going to get six different kinds of musical instruments. That ought to just kind of give you a warning right there. Six is the number of man. 
Six is the number of men's failures and men's weakness, praise God. I want you to understand, he said, I got six different instruments and we play them. Everybody's going to fall on their face and worship. And if you don't, we're going to burn you with fire. Now, brothers and sisters, it did not stir up the faith of the children of God. They, they allowed themselves to go along with their names being changed. It didn't stir them up too much when the devil made them change their clothing and not look like uh, the, the Israelites, but look like Babylonians. It didn't stir them up when they, they or did a few of them, four of them said, we're not eating the food that you're feeding us. We're going to eat what God wants us to eat. And God blessed them for it. But I want you to know most of them are willing to go along. You can only go along and, uh, and, and, and get along with this, this thing that for so long. And then you come to a place where you got to draw a line. And when that devil through that man said, I want you bowing down to this image, that was the line that they would not cross. Cross. That was the line they would not go across. They said, nope, I know about worship. You may change my name, but you're not changing my worship. I know who my deliverer is. I know who my God is. I know who my king is. I know who I'm serving, praise God. I may be in captivity, but my faith is alive. I may be out of place, but my faith is alive. I may have my name changed. My identity may not be the same, but my faith is still alive praise God there's still a little fire burning down in my heart and I refuse to worship anything but the living God praise God hallelujah 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 so when these instruments begin to play these Jews now I told y'all never preached this before I haven't got it perfected yet I'm a little I'm, I'm a little rusty on it, so you're gonna have to help me a little bit amen As look at your neighbor and say let's help him a little bit when they played those six instruments and everybody fell down, there were four that didn't fall. And these Babylonians were wanting to destroy them, Brother Arian, out of their kingdom. And the only thing they could find to do it with was their worship to God. Their refusal to bow to a false god. They, they said, look, I, we can't get them on anything but this, but we got them now because the king has said, anybody that don't bow is going to get burned, praise God. And so they went to the king and told him what was going on. The king called them in, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel was probably somewhere praying about that time. He called them in and said, look, I set me up an image. I got me some musicians, and I told everybody, you got to fall down and worship that image or you're going to get burned and I'm finding out now you boys are not going along with the program he said now if you're ready today to worship my image if you're ready today to hear the music brother Cruz and fall down everything's good but if not you're going to burn a lot of us were said we need to pray about this Let's fast three days on this. But you know what, bro? These boys said, we don't even have to pray about this. We don't need a moment to think about this. Oh, my goodness, in Jesus' name. They said, we will not today and we will not tomorrow fall down and worship any other God than the living God. We may be displaced. We may be away from the temple. We may be away from the house of God. We may be away from our home. Everything that's familiar, we might have got carried away from it, but there's something down inside of our heart that's rising up right now. I refuse to bow down to the world's image, praise God. 
And the king got mad. The Bible said he changed his face toward them. You ever seen when somebody's face changes towards you? Woo. One fellow said one time his mama, her face would split in the middle and peel back and something ugly would rise up out of it. <laughs> Had a conniption fit. This king's face changed. He got red in the face. He got angry. And he said, listen to what he said. He said, bring the strongest men in my kingdom and bind them. Now, if you're going to burn them, why do you need to bind them? And then, bro, you know what he said? Heat that thing seven times harder than it's ever been. But Tom, my heart leaped the first time I read that because I knew seven is God's perfect number. And something down in me said, that old king don't know it, but he's sanctifying that thing. The power of God's already got involved. Something good gonna come out of this, I'm telling you now, because God has got into his mind and said, make it seven times hotter than it's ever been. Get the strongest men, tie them up. You can tie them, you can bind them, but you can't burn them, praise God. I'm telling somebody in the house of God, Todd told me earlier this week, you coming out of the fire. You're coming out of the fire. Your faith won't burn in the fire. The devil may be trying you. The devil may be already looking at you and saying, we're gonna get rid of you. No, 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 no. You're gonna have to deal with me again because my faith will not burn, praise God. Come on, love the Lord all over the house in Jesus' name. I feel God talking to somebody in this building today. You've been in the fire. You've been under the pressure. The devil's been intimidating you. But something's rising up today. God's reaching out today and touching faith inside a heart in this building and saying, you don't belong in there. You're not a Babylonian. They may dress you like one. You may walk like one. You can try to talk like one. friend of mine backslid one time and he started going to the bars and all this the, the, the tailgate parties and got away from the house of God got away from his family one day he was in the bar and they were watching the football game and Brett Favre threw a pass down the sideline receiver grabbed it ran to the end zone and everybody's clapping and Old Bob jumped up and said, Praise the Lord! Everybody looked at him like, What? He said, Yay! It's going to come out on you one day. <laughs> In a moment, you think not. Something just rise up on the inside of you. Uh -huh. You know how to worship. You know how to praise God. You may be saying what the devil wants you to say right now, but honey, I'm telling you, God told me earlier this week, and I saw it in the spirit, you're coming out of the fire. And when you come out of that fire, you're not going to look like a Babylonian. When you come out of that fire, you're going to have an experience with God. When you come out of that fire, you're going to know he is the living God. He is the I am. He never left me. He never forsook me. He stayed with me, praise God. Mm -hmm. little woman looked over and said Bob go home you don't belong here 
So Bob went home, and Bob been back home about 30 years now, praising and worshiping God on Sunday morning. He gets up and teaches the adult class, and we don't talk about it, but Bob and I know there was a day in a bar when he jumped up and hollered, praise the Lord, and something inside of him began to burn again like it had been burning. Something inside of him said, no, you can't get enough beer to kill that. You can't get enough drugs to kill that. You can't get enough alcohol to drown that. It's called faith, praise God. And faith is coming out of the fire. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands right now and love the Lord. God, in Jesus' name. Touch that nerve. Touch that faith. Touch that heart. Touch that card that only you know about. God, and let faith begin to live again. Let faith begin to rise up again. In Jesus' name. Praise God. So they bound them up, tied them up, praise God, with their coats on and their hats on and all the other stuff to describe. The strongest men in the kingdom tied those knots tight and had them ready to throw them into the fire. And you know what happened? I'm going to tell you what happened. When the king said throw them in, when they got close to the fire, watch what happened now. The strongest men in his kingdom fell down dead before they ever got through the door, praise God. Before they ever got into the furnace, they were dying. And the Bible said the three Hebrew children fell down, bound inside the fire. I'm going to tell you why they fell down. Because, brother, they already knew our God has prevailed. How you know? Because I didn't die when they died. I should have died before I ever got to that door. My God reached outside the door and his protection got a hold of me before I ever got close enough to the fire for the fire to kill me. They began to humble themselves and oh my Lord, I got a word from the Lord for somebody right now. Preacher, what do you do when you get in the fire? You humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You just go ahead and humble yourself. You know your God hadn't left you. You know your God hadn't given up on you. You know your God's not mad at you. You, my Lord, in Jesus' name. The devil's been telling somebody, "Uh uh-huh, you're away, but God hates you now. I got the word, God don't hate you now. God's not mad at you now. God loves you. God's reaching for you. God's pulling on you. God's gonna renew you and restore you and revive you. In the name of Jesus, somebody lift your hands and love the Lord a little bit in Jesus' name. Those fires may be physical and they may be spiritual. It may be sickness. It may be financial. It may be a lot of things. But I got to tell somebody, when you will keep your faith going into the fire, you'll come out of the fire. Praise God. If you got a relationship with God going into the fire, it might not have been at its strongest point. You might say, I'd rather have do it another day if I got to go through it. Let me get, let me get a little strength built up. No, you got inside you everything you need already. God's going to bring you out out of that place you've been in. God's going to restore you back to that place. God's going to give you honor. God's going to give you peace. God's going to give you power after the fire. In Jesus' name. They fell down. They um, Somebody didn't hear me when I said this a while ago. Listen to me. Preacher, I'm in the fire. What I do, humble yourself. 
right now in Jesus' name. Somebody hear me. Humble yourself. You say, no, I'm going to stand up and be strong. No, you're not. You can't do it on your own. You're playing on the wrong field. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to put yourself under the covenant with God. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up, praise God. I'm telling somebody, those Hebrew boys didn't stay down. They didn't stay on the floor. They were all tied up. But the next thing you know, they're up and they're not tied anymore. They're not bound anymore. And God allowed them to stay in there a little while for the devil to understand it's not a momentary thing. They could live in the fire if they wanted to because God's protection is on them. Praise God. They were walking around in the fire. If you'll humble yourself when you go into that thing, it won't be long till you'll be walking. In it. You know, somebody said, wonder what they were doing walking around. I think I know. You might not be able to hear them because the fire's burning, but you can see what they're doing. What are they doing? They're worshiping that fourth man. They're praising that fourth man. They're praising that one that took the ropes off of them. They're praising that one that delivered them from the fire. They're praising that one that's there with them. Praise God. That king said, I see. Let me tell you somebody tonight. You need to understand, God's going to allow your enemy to see the hand of God delivering you. God's going to use it as his glory. And when you come out of that place you're going through right now, people are going to look at you and they're going to marvel and say, you know what? I saw something happening in your life. You're going to be amazed. I'm telling you now, you're going to be amazed when you come out of the fire because people are going to say, we saw it when it changed. We saw it when your countenance changed. We saw it when the fear went away. We saw it when it all took place when something different came into the scene. Oh my Lord. Who in Jesus name by the power of the Holy Ghost right this moment right this moment is changing. You've been bound but God's about to set you free in the midst of the fire. In the midst of that bad place in the midst of that ugly place, in the midst of that place that the devil would like to destroy you. Oh, somebody needs to understand. Right this moment, it's changing. Right this moment, the chains are falling off. Right this moment, the ropes are being burned. Right this, right this I'm talking about right now. God is setting you free, praise God. I feel a divine move of the Holy Ghost right now in this building. Somebody's been going through the fire. Somebody's been intimidated. Somebody's been made fun of. If you just rise up right now and begin to praise him right where you are, those chains are going away. Those bindings on your mind and on your spirit are leaving in Jesus' name. Praise God. I'm telling you right now, God's going to break something off of your life. God's going to break something off of your heart, off of your mind. That intimidation is leaving, praise God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost moving in somebody's life right now. You've been under fire. You've been under fire. You've been under fire. But the Holy Ghost interrupted my prayer meeting of the morning and said the faith is coming out of the fire. It's coming out and it won't be burned. It won't be destroyed. It won't be changed. It'll be stronger than it was when it went in the fire. 
Brother Cruz, if you'll come, I'm going to close in just a minute. But I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging somebody right now to just stand up. Right where you are, stand up. Praise God. If you've humbled yourself under the hand of God, all you got to do is just say, Lord, I'm sorry I got carnal. Lord, I'm sorry I got weak. Lord, I'm sorry I let myself be carried away. I want to get restored. I want to be renewed. I want to be revived. I want to be carried higher than everything hell's thrown at me. Come on right now, lift your hands. All over the building, church, lift your hands. There's a divine move of the Holy Ghost in this building right now. The devil looked down into that fire and said, I don't understand it. We throwed them in, they were bound up. We throwed them in, they were all tied up. We, we carried them away. We got them away from their home, from everything familiar. We changed their looks. We changed their name. But now look what's happened. Their God has come upon the scene. Liberty. 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 In your mind, liberty. In your heart, liberty. In your spirit, liberty. The power of the Holy Ghost is making an inroad right now into everything hell is thrown at you. The devil's tried to change the way you look. He's tried to change the way you act. He's tried to change the way you talk. And now God's got his hand on you. Now God's moved into the scene. All over the building. Come on, love him a little bit. Love him a little bit. Love him a little bit in Jesus' name. He interrupted my prayer meeting and said, Faith, you can't burn it. Faith, you can't destroy it. The devil can't destroy it. He's tried to destroy it. But the Lord told me to tell you this morning, faith is coming out of the fire. Faith is going to walk out of that place. Faith is going to come out of there with no ropes on it, nothing binding it. And not only that, but the Bible said when they came out of there, they got promoted, praise God. Not only are you going to get delivered, not only are you going to be set free, but there's a blessing, there's a promotion in the spirit world coming to you today. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Sis, I don't know you. I know you're a guest here, and I wouldn't embarrass you for anything in the world, but you got the Holy Ghost, and you got to walk with God. I'm not going to embarrass you. But the Lord told me when I shook your hand a while ago, she's been going through a fire. But he said, today, I'm going to break the chains. Today, there's a great faith down inside of you. You hadn't backslid. You hadn't got away from God. There's a great faith down inside of you. And God's going to promote something in your life. God's going to bring something to a higher place. And ha! In the name of Jesus, revive everything hell's tried to destroy in her life. Church, would you do this? Would you just lift up your hands and say, God, revive everything. God, revive it. Revive it. Revive it. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a break in the spirit right now. There's a loosen in the Holy Ghost right now. If you'll step out into that aisle 
and just walk down here and begin to worship God. There's a promotion in the spirit world. God's not concerned about where you were yesterday. He's not concerned about what you did the other day. He's not worried about that. What he's saying is there's a new season. There's a new season. Starting in the middle of the fire, there's a new season of liberty, a season of promotion. Ah, come on. Come on, come on. If you're ready to get out of that fire, if you're ready to get those chains off, you ought to walk up here right now and lift your hands and begin to praise him. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There's a new place in the Holy Ghost. There's a new place in the Spirit. Lift your hands and receive it in Jesus' name. Lift your hands and receive it in Jesus' name. Yeah, hallelujah. Kira la bora yara la bosa tara yara la bokotara. Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Reach over and get somebody by the hand next to you and lift that hand up and let the Holy Ghost charge them while he charges you. Let the Holy Ghost liberate them. Lord of heaven, shut every chain. Cut every rope. Everything hell has put on these lives. Cut it off in Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Power of God's falling in this building right now. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Turn to two or three people and begin to pray for them. Go to two or three people and pray for them, God. Loose them in the fire. Loose them in the fire. 